0: we will be celebrating the most auspicious and glorious occasion of the appearance of the Supreme Personality of Godhead Lord Shri Krishna Chaitanya Mahaprabhu The program will begin at 6 o'clock And, of course, this afternoon very few people have come because people are working very hard making arrangements for this evening. So, since everyone is working very hard to prepare for Lord Chaitanya's festival, I will only speak for a few minutes this afternoon. When Krishna comes to this world as described in the Bhagavad Gita, Sadhu dharma he comes to deliver the pious, to annihilate the miscreants and to re establish religious principles. because according to time and circumstances the circumstance of this world varies therefore the Lord appears in many varieties of wonderful ways just according to the need some people they do not understand why there are many different religions in this world why is there not just one? We would make things much simpler. Actually, that is true. That is why there is only one religion. Religion means obedience to the laws of God for the purpose of developing our love of God. It is called Sanatan dharma. Sanatana dharma is the essential truth that underlies all religions. Sanatana dharma means that we are all part of God and our natural function is to serve Him with love. And according to the predicament of the conditioned souls at a particular time in history The Lord magnanimously reveals Himself in just the perfect way to fulfill His purpose. Just like for instance, it is described at one time, there was a great flood and in that great flood all living beings were being endangered. and also the Vedas, that knowledge which is the guiding light for all humanity for all time to come, it was also greatly endangered. So therefore, what is the most suitable form to appear when the entire material, when the entire universe is completely flooded by an ocean of water? the Lord appeared as a very, very large fish, Matsyavatar, And with the instructions given to Satyabrata Muni, the Lord, in this very, very large form of a fish, He kept, He was pulling a large boat and protecting it from destruction. And on that boat, was a sample of each species of life and the Vedic literatures. Another time it is described that due to the exploitative, selfish, greedy um, activities of the great Asura, Hiranyaksha, the entire earth was cast into the bottom of the Garabodak ocean. Now, to retrieve something at the bottom of a lowly place, that is the natural function of a hog. We find hogs are always going to the bottom. Just like, just two days back, I was in Vrindavan, and we were walking one way on a street, and in Vrindavan there are open gutters, you know, where they put all the sewage. And there was a hog walking the opposite direction from us. And his nose was at the very, very bottom of this gutter of sewage. And he was just walking along, just just trying to find something at the bottom of this sewage to enjoy, to grab onto. So this is the nature of a hog, to go to the lowliest place to pick something up. So therefore, when the ocean was in the bottom of the Garbodak ocean, the Lord appeared in the most suitable form, a hog, but not an ordinary hog. He went to the bottom just like a hog, sniffing around, he found the earth, he picked it up, and he brought it back. Similarly, when the Kshatriyas were very corrupt, the Supreme Personality of Godhead appeared as the most powerful Kshatriya. Actually, he appeared as a Brahman, but he changed his role to a Kshatriya as parasaram, and with his mighty axe, he destroyed all generations of Kshatriyas for 21 times. The Lord always honors the benedictions of his devotees. So when the Supreme Personality of Godhead empowered Lord Brahma to give Hiranyakashipu the benediction that he would not be killed on the land or in the water or in the air inside or outside by any man, any um, demigod, any animal, any creature of the earth. He would not be destroyed in day or night. Therefore, he appeared in just the suitable form to destroy Hiranyakashipu. Narahari, half man half lion. So you see how the Lord is very practical according to the need of the time he appears. And similarly the Lord also empowers his devotees in the same way. Therefore because there are different conditions of consciousness in this material world and there are different places in which people are conditioned to certain forms. Therefore, the Lord empowers His servants to reveal the essential truth of Sanatana dharma in so many different languages, through the process of giving so many different types of rituals. But no difference. What Mohammed taught, what Jesus taught, what zoroastrian taught, what um, our Guru Maharaj Srila Prabhupada has taught even in India what Ramanujacharya, what Lord Buddha what Shankar, what Madhva taught they taught the essential principle of Sanatana Dharma according to the need of the time and the place and the people involved so the Lord is all merciful and he empowers his devotees to be all merciful but it is described by Rupa Goswami, Namo Mahabharanyaya Krishna Prema Pradayate Krishnaya Krishna Chaitanya Namane Gorat Namaha That of all the merciful incarnations of Lord, throughout all of the history of all the creations, there is one who is most beneficent and most merciful. That is Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Why is he considered the most merciful? because the nature of mercy is, its extent is how far low it can reach. To deliver a pious man is merciful, but it does not show much extent. But to come to the most degraded of all ages, and to approach the most degraded of all living beings that is the furthest extent of mercy therefore it is considered the greatest mercy Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was known as Patita Pavanavatar because he has appeared in the most degraded age and he is appealing to the most degraded people and he is giving them all a simple process And the only qualification is to accept it. Generally, to receive something great, you have to have some qualification. Just like what is great in this world? If you want lots of money, you have to have some qualification. That you work hard That you have certain abilities, certain commitments, certain connections. If you want a Ph.D., you have to qualify yourself by going to college for many, 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 many years. Anything that is valuable, there is qualification. But in Kali Yuga, nobody has any qualifications for spiritual advancement. That is the, that is the quality of this age. People may think they have qualification. But that illusion is the greatest disqualification. Therefore, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has come not expecting anyone to have any qualification, but simply to give freely what no other incarnation has ever given. Pure love for himself without motivation. You see, what is keeping us from loving God is our demoniac propensities. We have often discussed that there are six demoniac propensities. Kama, lust, krodha, anger, lobha, greed, ah. And then there is uh, matsara, envy. And there is um, madha, madness or illusion. And what else? Pride, false pride. These six enemies are like demons. Lurking within the hearts of all of us. And the Vedic literatures explain how these six demons have been personified historically by various great asuras. And they are so powerful that they conquered not only each and every living man, but they conquered the entire universe. The personification of pride was Yuranyakashifu. He was so proud that he could not tolerate anyone worshipping anyone but himself. Huh? And when he saw his own son chanting the name of God instead of chanting his name, he was inflamed to kill him. This is the nature of pride. A proud person loves to be adored and cannot tolerate anyone being adored above him. Hiranyakashipu was the supreme example throughout history. And understand the potency of his pride was so great that he conquered the entire universe. Even the demigods were in fear. That is the power of false pride. They all had to approach Krishna. Krishna only you can save us. So Krishna appeared as Lord Nar- Narahari, and with his with the weapon of his strong nails, he destroyed the pride of Hiranyakashipu and ripped him to pieces. Ah. And then there was Hiranyaksha. These are the six these are the six um, births of Jayan Vijay. You see, Jayan and Vijay were uh, associates of the Lord in Vaikunta. They were just outside the gates of Vaikunta, But because they misused their independence and offended a great soul, they had to come to this world and be victim to these six enemies. So the next birth was Hiranyaksha, he was the personification of greed. He was so anxious for gold, he literally was exploiting all the gold from the earth. He wanted more and more and more and more power, more and more and more wealth. There has never been so anyone so greedy as Hiranyaksha. And this greed impelled him You have such tremendous power that he also conquered the universe and no one could stand before him. He was going to each and every one of the demigods with his mighty club and challenging them and they all refused to even fight. They said, the only one that that can destroy you is Vishnu. So with their prayers, they prayed to the Supreme Personality of Godhead. And the Lord appeared as Lord Varahadev and with the mighty tusk, he, he stabbed his demon, Iranyaksha. And with his mighty paw, he clubbed him behind the neck and destroyed him. And then there was Ravana. Ravana was the personification of lust. Why? Understand, lust is that propensity that makes you want to enjoy what belongs to God. Everything of this earth is the property of God. And all glorious things of this earth are expansions of the goddess of fortune. And Sita Devi was the goddess of fortune. Ravana was such a lusty fellow that he wasn't content simply enjoying the energy of the goddess of fortune. He wanted the goddess of fortune himself for his own demoniac purposes. So Lord Sri his with the weapon of his mighty bow and arrow destroyed this personification of lust. And Kumbhakarna, his brother, he was the personification of illusion. What a such illusion. He would sleep all year and he would just get up and drink blood and eat flesh when he would get up. He was completely in the mode of ignorance illusion. But he was so powerful in that illusion that he towered over everyone. When the monkey soldiers saw Kumbhakarna coming, they were all running in fear. My God, he looks like he's going to devour the universe. He was only the mighty weapon of Lord Ram Chandra's bow that was able to sever his arms and sever his head and kill this great demon. Dandavakra, he was the personification of anger. He was so angry with Krishna that he began to roar and scream and it shook the whole universe and he just began to run at Krishna to kill him. No one has ever seen such anger. And Shishupal, he was the personification of envy. He was so envious of Krishna. From the time of his birth, he could do nothing but find faults in Krishna. And when he heard anyone glorify Krishna, it was so painful to his heart he could not bear it. Krishna with his Sudarshan Chakra killed these demons. I understand these same demons live in the hearts of all of us and we have no hope of conquering a single one of them. Only God can conquer these six enemies within us. Now why is Lord Chaitanya considered the most munificent and merciful of all incarnations? Because His weapon is the most powerful. what Ram did with his bow and arrow, what Krishna did with Sudarshan Chakra, what Lord Narahari did with his nails, what Varaha did with his tusks, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, has done infinitely more without killing anyone. His astra is the holy name. and the Holy Name has the potency to kill all six of these demons simultaneously. The proof was when Lord Chaitanya appeared Jai and Vijai they appeared as Jagai and Madhai and they possessed all the qualities of all these six demons in full. Huh? they were more wicked and more cruel than any of these other six demons when they appeared, all, t- all six of them joined together in the form of Jagai and Madhai. And Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu with the holy name, he did not kill them, but he did f- kill the demonic quality within them and transform them into pure devotees of the Lord. In the age of Kali Yuga, Everyone is essentially like Jagai and Magai. Therefore, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has appeared with the most illustrious weapon of the Holy Name to deliver everyone. The only qualification necessary is you simply accept His mercy. That's all. Even if you are the lowliest sinners among sinners, Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu does not even consider what you have done or what you have not done. He only considers one thing. Are you willing to accept the holy name? If you are willing to accept the holy name, you will go back to Godhead in this life. But you must accept it according to His simple instructions. So, this day is most auspicious, it is most glorious, because it is the day when we celebrate the coming of the Yuga-avatar, Lord Śrī Krishna Chaitanya Mahāprabhu. He appeared on the full moon night of the month of Pālgūn in Śrī Dham. He appeared just when the moon was rising. So, this evening, we will have a very glorious celebration. A celebration of chanting and dancing and feasting. A celebration of remembering the infinite glories of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. And we would like to invite all of you to come. Um, Tonight, the discourse will be on the subject of according to the Shastra. How it is we come to the conclusion that Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is the Yuga Avatar is specifically the incarnation of Krishna for this age. Because many people have questions. many people have doubt, many people are not certain. Why you say that Lord Caitanya Mahaprabhu is Krishna? Why you say, because many people consider him just to be a great saint? How you understand he is the Yuga avatar? All knowledge must be based on Shastra. The scriptures very, very clearly explain the descent of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. What is his mission and why? So, this evening we will discuss this subject matter and we will have a beautiful Abhishek ceremony for Lord Chaitanya and Lord Nityananda. We will also have uh, a children's play, as well as a play that will be performed by the Radha-Gopinath Brahmachari ashram. And of course, the highlight of the festival of Gaur purnima is at the time of the moonrise, there Gor Gaur-arti, the aarti of Sri Gaur Hari and this is considered to be the most auspicious arti of the year it is considered the most um, important arti of the year because he who descended with the gift of the congregational chanting of the holy name who he who personally displayed by his own example the most glorious process of chanting and dancing in devotion to Krishna. The devotees come together especially for this arti on his appearance day and we show our gratitude. We show our devotion and our appreciation for what he has given us. How? Uh, by accepting what he has given us. And how do we accept it? By chanting, by dancing, with devotion, with enthusiasm, and with a heart full of gratitude for his mercy. This is how we can express to him on his birthday our love for him. After all, on birthday, we always like to give gifts to someone. And if you love the person, you don't give the person what you like, you give the person what he likes. Just like if you want you want to find out what will this person like the best. huh? Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he has explained to us very clearly what he likes the best. He likes you to go back to Godhead. He likes you to love God. He does not need anything. And he has given you the means to go back to Godhead in love of God. And that is through the process of kirtan. Huh? This is the means. So what is the best gift we can offer to Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu on his appearance day? The greatest gift is to simply accept what he has given us by his words and by his example. And therefore, this arti this evening is the most important arti of the year. It is the evening when we give Chaitanya Mahaprabhu the greatest gift by accepting his mercy, by following his example, and taking shelter of the holy name, taking shelter of the congregation of devotees. And worshiping him with great attention and great enthusiasm. So, my humble request is that for the next few hours uh, you render some service to the temple, whatever possible, um, and try to prepare your consciousness so that you can really um, take advantage and receive the mercy of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu this evening. And for those who possibly can come, please come tonight. For those who are initiated devotees and aspiring to be initiated devotees, we fast until moonrise. For those who are guests, it is not required we have a nice feast that we are serving out just now. It will be served out immediately after the lecture. And for those who take feast today, there's another very big feast this evening. And for those, especially the initiated devotees, and those who want to get the very special mercy of Lord Chaitanya, you fast through the day and then after this Mahakirtan tonight, then you will have a very, very special appreciation for Lord Chaitanya's Mahaprasad as well. at the moonrise feast, in the celebration of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, thank you very much.